Welcome and thank you for joining us today. My name is Pete Wright, and I am joined by a very special guest, Michael Tamina, Director of Technology in Practice for DLA Piper, one of the world's largest law firms with 4,000 attorneys and supporting staff in equal number. Michael, welcome, and thank you for taking your time today. Thanks for having me, Pete. Now, back in 2012, you presented a paper at the uh, International Legal Technology Association conference about how DLA Piper had deployed technology to make searching for information more efficient and break down information silos. It, it was an effort to help users find content faster, more accurately, more efficiently, provide attorneys with the tools that they needed to find all available knowledge within the firm and be able to reuse that knowledge easily, to reduce the gap between non-billable events across the firm, really to create a new unified view of information, to improve visibility of the firm's information assets uh, across the firm. How's that? How do I do in describing the situation circa 2012 that you were you were embarking to change? Anything missing? No, I think that's a really good uh, initial analysis. You you know, 2012, back in 2012, it was our kind of first foray into a new search technology. We were learning on the fly and meeting with our users to really kind of understand their challenges. And, you know, we, we released a good first product, but I think with some of the stuff we'll be talking about, we've, uh, added some really good new enhancements for our user base. Well, that's that's what we're most interested in in hearing about obviously. This whole idea that that you know, you had this and and as an incredibly large law firm that trucks in information saying that you operate in a complex uh information management uh, scenario is as I think probably putting it uh, unfairly lightly. How have your business challenges changed in the last 3 years? What have you found that the uh, the pain points are and how have you uh, gone about addressing them? So, I guess to start off in give some background. The, the legal market itself has been changing a lot. So just generally, we're seeing a lot more rate pressures coming in from clients. So really getting to that point of efficiency for our attorneys so we can drive the cost down for our clients is become a much larger focus. And part of that is how do we get information and not just information, but really actionable information into our users' hands. So while search is great and you know everybody knows Google, it's not just about finding the content, but it's about what can I actually do with it? Or how can I aggregate content from multiple different sources so people can stay within one product without having to jump around to numerous systems to pull the relevant information that they need? So that's kind of been our big focus with the new release of our new search tool and really this foray into what we call search-based applications. Before we dig into the specific details of the updated implementation here, how much of a challenge have you had in ensuring that your users, the attorneys and staff, are technically equipped to do what they need to do and access the information that they need to do their jobs? Is there a question of, of technical awareness or savvy as you help your users approach the platform? So that's also changing. So as our market's evolving, people are becoming much more technologically aware. They're becoming more familiar with technology because, you know, they use it in their day-to-day lives as, you know, consumerization enters more of the workplace or where they're expecting some of those same capabilities they see in their consumer lives. So I would say generally the use of technology has just been enhanced across the board from young to old. Adoption and awareness is typically some of the biggest issues we run into because these are very busy people. So we're trying all new, uh, lots of new different ways to get information out to them from YouTube style videos to, you know, kind of a play on TED Talks that we're releasing throughout the firm where we're creating forums in our different offices where people can come in, 
play with technology, sit down with the technologies and talk about how it can affect their practice or new innovative ideas that they're seeing out there that they want to be able to apply to their client work product. So we've got a whole separate area that's just designed around awareness and adoption for technologies like we'll be discussing today and some of the other innovative things we're doing here at the firm. Let's talk then about the uh, about the actual uh, some of the actual upgrades. To start with, you have upgraded to SharePoint 2013. What were your goals and objectives for for upgrading SharePoint 2013 uh, in as part of this project? There's a couple of reasons for the upgrade. One, the new SharePoint 2013 platform is obviously a lot more robust. We're definitely seeing better speeds, which people are expecting. You know, your Google results come up very quickly. They're expecting that same type of speed and performance in our internal environment. What did the update allow you to accomplish from a user experience perspective? So we were able to customize the platform a lot more. And we really reskinned the entire platform and spent a lot of time with individuals watching and shadowing what was working for them, how long clicks specifically took or how long it took them to access certain aspects of information throughout the platform. So we had this whole user experience component that was wrapped around our upgrade as well. On top of that, it opened up kind of a new world of platform for us. So we were able to build in much more custom solutions and integration points with a number of our other systems. So we could really start making some of that information they were accessing actionable to them and interactive. Can you talk a little bit more about that in terms of the the content sources that have changed uh, or or the I should say the horizons that your users can now uh, crest as a result of some of these new uh, interactions? We've got probably about 8 or 9 different content sources that we access. Things from our document management system to our accounting environment. We've done integrations now with our content management or our, our contact management system. So we can expose things on a client page that shows here's our win-loss rate with a particular client on pitches. We've created APIs into some of our legal research applications so we can augment information. So we can essentially say, you know, I'm looking for a motion to dismiss document, but I actually want to make sure that the document I'm looking for was tried in the Southern District Court of California, specifically in front of Judge Gilstrap. So we can help our attorneys essentially whittle down from a 100,000 document result set down to a 150 document result set within about 30 seconds. 100,000 documents in a, in a result set. Do you have a number that is reasonably current uh, of how many total documents you're cataloging in the system? Just documents itself out of our document management system, if I exclude email, we're probably talking about 30 million documents. Wow. And then that doesn't include, you know, items from our intranet collaboration platforms uh, or our time and billing or content we're bringing in from our time and billing system. And for that initial, uh, let's let's say that 100,000, whittling down that 100,000 document result set, how fast is that search? So the initial search will probably take about three to four seconds to come back. And yeah, so it's pretty cool. And then the refinements, depending on, you know, user gap time and selecting the criteria, you know, we estimate about another 30 seconds. That's amazing. And I imagine your users don't applaud you uh, enough for that. <laughs> you know, we hear it more when it on occasion takes six or seven yeah. seconds to come back. <laughs> well, it gets to the question, the, the, the sort of next question, which is just how have your users reacted apart from not applauding you enough? Uh, what kind of impact has have these upgrades been on how they do their jobs? With the release, it's kind of what I like to call the the wow factor. So as we've gone out on a bunch of awareness events, 
and we've shown them things like our new client and matter dashboards and our matter comparison tool. They'll actually look at me and they'll go, you guys actually built this? This is amazing. So we're seeing this transformation occurring as part of the awareness and these next generation tools we're launching that's really driving an impact to our organization. Now, sometimes that impact's a little bit hard to quantify, but anytime I can get a wow out of an attorney and say, <laughs> this is something that's really going to help my practice, it's not a comment that they make often or lightly. So you you mentioned these matter pages. Uh, you know, it sounds like if if you get an attorney who says, "Wow, this is going to help my business," it sounds like something we need to hear more about. Can you describe uh, your approach for these matter pages and, and the matter dashboard and how you um, how you came to the solution that you came to? Yes. Yeah, so this was a long road, and and it initially started with conversations with our attorneys. What information is hard for you to get access to? So from there. It led to more conversations, us pulling together mock-ups, some focus groups with various areas at the firm. So, you know, what our partners were looking for might have been different from what our associates or paralegals were looking for. From analysis of our mock-ups, we went into our build phase and all the different pieces we were going to tie in. Now, for us, these are kind of living pages and our initial ones on the client pages, for example. So let's say I'm looking for Acme Company. Once we're once we actually pull that result set up, we're giving people information on here's the last 10 pitches we ran. Here's all the pitches we've run for the lifetime of this company. And here's where we won. Here's where we lost. And here's why we lost if we did. We're also bringing in the billings and collections for that client across all 11 of our practice groups. And for our relationship attorneys, this is a very valuable piece of information because that's what really helps us with our cross-sell. If we see a client that we're doing a very large piece of litigation with, well, maybe that's a, a ripe client if we're seeing we're doing no corporate work for them where we want to make an introduction or an entry point. Or maybe we've got 10 of our practice groups focused on work for them, and it's really an opportunity to say, okay, how can we get our one practice, let's say it's employment, to really integrate with this company so we can be full service for them. Some of the other things you can see on our client pages, we're analyzing our leverage ratios. So how are we staffing the client out? And we've got future plans for bringing in RSS news information and some other content for some business development analysis on our clients. How many different uh, data sources are you pulling together to land on these pages? The data sources are vast. So specifically for those pages, we're looking at bringing in information from accounting, from our interaction, which is our CRM. We pull all that information into a data warehouse so then we can index it. And then we've got to build all of the KPIs and web parts around to be able to distribute that information. And probably one of the biggest challenges, again, is speed is imperative. If you can't bring that data up in that three-second five seconds at the outside time frame, we've probably already lost our users. So one of the, the really big and I think uh, things I like to compliment my guys on is this, is performance to bring in all those data sources still falls in that three to five second range. This gets to one of our favorite stories. It's this update to one of your uh, key integrations, this West KM project. Can you tell us a story about the West KM project and how this has impacted your users? Yeah, so West KM is essentially a tool from Thomson Reuters that would analyze a document to bring back things 
such as here's what judge this document uh, is relating to or what court it was tried in. Uh, information about or recataloging the document types associated with it. Uh, we originally had a tool from Thompson that basically let us cull through a subset of our documents, but you know only about a million at the outside, which didn't really give our attorneys the full picture they needed to get to the data that was most important to them. So in working with BA, we wrote a two-pass West integration. So Instead of using their on-prem environment, we specifically wrote a calls against their APIs out in the cloud. So every time one of our document goes through our search pipeline, it also sends a request out to the Thompson cloud to process the document, do a full metadata extraction, which then sends the content back down to us so we can include it as part of our indexes. So we've gone from roughly having about a million index documents to get this additional metadata to probably closer to about 15 million documents now. That's that's amazing. And all of that information comes to you, uh, I'm not going to say pre-indexed, I know the actual indexing happens on your on, in your facility, but it's all, all the metadata and everything is all, already preloaded into the document. That That's right. And we like to say, you know, no humans were hurt in this endeavor. So everything we do with the search platform is fully automated all the extractions handled through computers, all of our relevancy rankings for expertise is handled through uh, cognitive algorithms. So nobody has to actually do anything outside of us creating the integrations on the back end. No more success through suffering. Exactly. One of the, the sort of gems of the of the tool that we're talking about is this sort of preview capability. How are you using preview in, in your capacity at, at DLA Piper? Preview's great. And that's for a couple reasons. It, it can actually take a fair amount of time to click into each result set, load the document out of our document management system or out of a collaboration tool to try to see if that really has the nuggets of wisdom that you're looking for. You know, an attorney might go through 5, 10, 20 documents before they find the one that has a particular provision they're looking for or that exact text that they need to enhance one of their their projects they're working on for another client. Preview offers the attorneys the ability to easily open a document very rapidly. They never actually have to leave the search platform. It, it opens up a new window directly inside the, the enterprise search tool. And one of the things I think I really like is once I get that preview open, again, I can interact with it. I can run additional queries inside that document to do hit hiling on other terms or see if it might have a poison pill clause associated with it. And I'll see a nice graphical ranking of where those words or terms show up in the document so I can click over to them really quickly. Again, it's really lowering the amount of time that it takes them to find the knowledge that they're after. What other BA Insight products are you using uh, right now that, that you've you found apart from, from this or within this particular um, uh, iteration of your tool? We run a number of the BA connectors, uh, their framework, the preview tools, and obviously we work with them on the two-pass West KM. The coolest, I would say, implementation or upgrade we had with this version is what we like to call Matter Compare. This was really bringing consumerism into the enterprise. So everybody's familiar with the example of, I might want to go out to Best Buy or Amazon and let's say I'm looking for a new television. So once I whittle down my result, I might click on four or five TVs, and they have these little check boxes so I can get a comparative grid-based analysis. Really handy. So we took that same 
metaphor, but applied it to our matters. So as part of a matter search, somebody can whittle their results set down. So let's say I'm looking for uh, a client that was in the pharmaceutical industry and we want to do a corporate securities piece of work for them. Well, once I whittle that result set down, I have those handy little compare checkboxes and I can actually create baskets around these, save them, share them with my friends. And what this then does is give us a grid-based comparison of how long the matter, what was the duration of the matter, how much did we bill on it, how did we staff it, how many hours were worked, what our potential write-offs or discounts were, what type of fee engagement it was, and a grid-based comparison, which can be downloaded to Excel. So what this is really giving our attorneys is arming them with the ability to more easily have quantitative data to help them price out new pieces of work for our clients. That's an un, an unreal tool when you think about the connection that you have just made between consumer experience and the experience that these consumers have when they are at home and the experience that they expect to have when they are at work. Can you talk a little bit about in in terms of your uh, your human interface uh, uh or human experience uh, process how you go about kind of defining uh the tools that are going to make your attorneys more efficient? Sure. It, it, it really comes down to it has to be a partnership. We can't live in a, a world anymore where IT kind of sits in a back room and goes, wow, I think this would be really cool for our users, which we probably did a little bit too often back <laughs> in the day. I'm not going to tell. I'm, I'll cut that out for you. I'm, no, uh, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> so we spend a lot of time with them now and we go through multiple iterations. I mean, just the design of the UI for this new platform was probably a three-month exercise. And I would actually say that any project that doesn't have a UX component tied to it probably isn't going to be as successful as you want it to these days. Uh, we're getting more and more requests on a day-to-day -day basis to consume content on mobile phones, on tablets, as well as their desktops. Uh, we're actually going in a phase two UX release right now where we're going to rebuild the entire site fully responsive using Bootstrap. So we figure we'll have that new feature released in the next 10 to 12 weeks. You know, we're really proud of just exactly that sort of user-based philosophy in terms of driving uh, ongoing development. Can you talk just a bit about how important your relationship is with BA Insight to be able to deliver the tools that you need to, to make your users' lives better? BA has been a great partner for us from the beginning. Uh, first off, I think they take the impression that and some of my ideas are a little bit out there, and they, they typically, at a minimum, like to humor me and see if we could turn it into something reasonable, <laughs> what I always appreciate. Uh, and that was, again, that was some of the brainchilds around matter comparison and West KM. It was an idea uh, that we sat down in a room in New York and chatted with them about. You know, six months later, we were dealing with functional mock-ups and you know nine months later we had a full code build with them to be able to release the solution so we appreciate it uh, significantly i mean they're a great extension of our organization and department for development resources and they really kind of understand that search space which we also really appreciate from them as well so the partnership's been wonderful uh, we continue uh, we expect it to continue as such and we've already got some other uh 
projects I won't talk about that are coming down the line. Well, you've just cemented another conversation between the two of us down the road here. <laughs> nice, nice tease. Well played. Uh, what is your? You know, it's been about three years uh, over the since the the original implementation, and and now we're you know 2015 kicks off uh, another. Um, opportunity for you to prognosticate a little bit. What is beyond 2015 for you uh, insofar as you can talk about it? Uh, and and how does that uh, impact your, your dev cycle going forward? Uh, sure. So right now we're already in conversations to continue to expand our search-based applications. So one of the things we're doing right now is working with our library group so we can figure out how to bring in legal research onto these matter research or these matter pages. So our goal is that this will be the one-stop shop for somebody who needs to find out something about a matter. So I did this legal research, or here are these additional capabilities that I have access to that correlate to this matter type. We're also going to be bringing in aspects of relational applications to it. So if I'm working on a litigation matter, we want to have your docket show up on that page too. Uh, if it has an associated e-discovery database, there'll be direct links off these pages. So we're working with a number of different groups to really and continue to enhance how actionable these pages are to our attorneys so they don't have to go to six, seven, eight different places. And it'll be a continuing work in progress. Uh, I think there's still some expansions we can do on our matter comparison. And some of the things we're looking at building in is full statistical analysis as part of that grid. So we can see what the deviations are across a certain type of work product, uh, what our average rates are for that type of work as well on that data set. So we're working with our pricing groups to be able to bring that data in too. So it's another piece of work that they don't have to do manually. And then again, building out the system in a fully responsive way. So you know, we could have an attorney at a client site and he goes, hey, this has been a great presentation, but uh, I don't suppose you also know have an attorney that can handle gene therapy patent prosecution and having them be able to pull up their phone and execute an expertise search and make a recommendation on the fly, uh, I think is going to be a very big win for us and for them. That's that's another one of those powerful aha moments. Let me ask you a personal question as we wrap up here. When you think back on the the work that you've done over the last, you know, how let's say nine months, year in, in releasing this this latest iteration and the development of your team, what are you most proud of? Oh man, that's that's a hard one because we're always looking to what's next. Um, uh, I would say the matter comparison piece, uh, I'm really proud of. Uh, that was probably it was a hard fought battle. It was a lot of coding, uh, a lot of work with a lot of different groups to be able to bring in all the data. And we're actually turning what's traditionally considered a search product into a true interactive knowledge system. So that's probably, I think, the, the one aspect looking over this entire project that, that I'm the most proud of. Um, that we worked on across my team in BA. Well, it's an incredible accomplishment, and congratulations to you to, for your continued development of you and your team. And it's uh, it's gratifying uh, to be able to to work with you and see the see the tools used so expertly. Thank you so much, Michael Tamina, Director of Technology in Practice for DLA Piper. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Pete. At BA Insight, we provide software that transforms SharePoint intranets and portals into powerful internet-like applications that significantly improve the way organizations find and work with content. If our conversation around DLA Piper has intrigued you at all, please visit BAinsight.com and learn more today. We would love to hear from you. 
You can also find out more about this show and subscribe for free in iTunes or your podcast application of choice. Thanks again to Michael Tamina and DLA Piper. On behalf of the whole BA Insight team, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next time on Shared Insight.